The following program is paid for by the partners and viewers of the Life of Faith broadcast. Hello, this is Dr. Fry, and I want to thank you for watching today's broadcast. It is an honor and privilege to come into your homes each and every week and teach the living word of God. First of all, Happy New Year. Glory to God. We welcome 2014 in. 2013 was a great year, but I'm believing that 2014 will even be a better year. So let me declare over your life that 2014 will be your best year ever in Jesus name. Today I'm going to continue teaching on the lesson entitled Kingdom Realities, talking about who you are in Christ. So stay tuned, enjoy the lesson, receive and be blessed, and I'll be back after the lesson to share some exciting things with you. Glory to God. Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for the continuation of today's message. But you reached up because you know you'd gotten to the end of your rope. You reached up and you grabbed the hand of God, and God escorted you from that dark place, and then he set you in the kingdom of his son that he loves you so much. No, he didn't even bring you just to level ground. He brought you all the way from the bottom, and he put you right up to the top. Yeah, there was no rest stop on, in the middle. One that's why I said, the first shall be last and last shall be first. You're the head and not the tail, the above and not the beneath. Come on, talk to me. He takes you from back down, down, and he puts you up. And see, that's what the kingdom is all about. And see, that's the kingdom reality. So number one, the kingdom reality, number one, is this, church, that we enter the kingdom through salvation. Kingdom reality, number one, is that we enter the kingdom through salvation. I'll just repeat Colossians 1.13. He says, who has delivered us out of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So the only way you get into the kingdom is through the salvation experience. And check this out about the salvation experience. It's a free gift. Amen. Not one of you in this room that I say worked to get saved. Amen. You know what you did? You received to be saved. Amen. You worked to get saved. You didn't pray. You didn't pray to get saved. You didn't serve to get saved. You didn't give to get saved. You got saved. The Bible says we are saved by faith, uh, by grace through faith. He says, not the works, lest any man should boast. God took the works out of it because he knew inevitably there will be a big head that will get up on the soapbox and says, I, you know, I prayed 23 hours and a half. Only time I, I didn't pray is because I, I, you know, I had to go to the bathroom. You know, they didn't eat, they prayed all day, they fasted and prayed all day. You know, and that, that, like, think they should have a badge of honor for that. No, you have a badge of honor because you received Jesus. Amen. Now that you received Jesus, what you do from that is, is now righteousness and right living. You got it? So reality number one, go to John, uh, John 3 one, time, one more time. John 3. 
talking about kingdom reality, number one, is that we enter into the kingdom through salvation. And so if you haven't received the free gift of salvation, you can't possibly be in the kingdom. The kingdom is uh, reserved for those who receive Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. Okay? John 3, verse number 1. I'm going to read it to you in a message for the sake of time. It says, There was a man of the Pharisee sect, Nicodemus, a prominent leader among the Jews. Late one night he visited Jesus and said, Rabbi, we all know you are a teacher straight from God. No one can do all the God-pointing, God-revealing acts you do if God weren't in, weren't in on it. Jesus said, you're absolutely right. Take it from me. Unless a person is born from above, it is not possible to see what I'm pointing to, to God's kingdom. So Jesus is saying, unless a man or a person be born again, they cannot see the kingdom of God. And so the entrance into the kingdom of God is not through doing anything but receiving Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. So now, once you receive this gift of salvation, you're automatically entered into God's kingdom. So if you're born again, you're in the kingdom. So if you're born again today, shout, I'm in the kingdom. I'm in the kingdom. Okay, now that's a reality. Because you can talk about kingdom, and you can talk about kingdom, and it can appear so far off. But in reality, if I'm born again, I'm already in it. That means I'm a kingdom citizen, I'm in God's kingdom, and not only am I in God's kingdom, God's kingdom is in me, and I have everything I need to duplicate the kingdom that's in me outside of me. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So reality number one is what? That the, the kingdom, or we enter into the kingdom through what? Salvation. All right, now, let's get into some nitty-gritty now. Go to Genesis 1. Genesis 1. Can y'all handle about five more minutes? Okay, great. Genesis chapter number 1. And if you see this like, like I need you to see it, somebody's going to shout today. I might do it myself. Just, just, just go ahead and get it out of the way. All right, Genesis 1, 26. 1, 26. If you ever feel like, if, or if you're ever in a situation that the, that the enemy has been bombarding you with thoughts of your... Um, significance, thoughts of your value, thoughts of your worth. This scripture right here, Genesis 126 through 128, you need to get back in there. You need to read it to the devil himself. You should just say, devil, let me remind you who I really be. Oh, come on now. Because he'll lie to you. He'll say, you know, based upon what you've done, based upon what you're not doing, you're not going to make it. You're not going to do this. You don't amount to nothing. You, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of mouth. But everything he says is a lie. Uh-huh. And so we, we only, it only, it's only effective to the place where we receive it. And so when you're hearing those things, go to the word and find yourself in the word and remind him of who you are. Yes. Amen. Okay, listen to this. Genesis 1:26, King James says, and God says, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the earth, all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. 
So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he, he created or created he him. Male and female created he them. Check 28 out. And God blessed them and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. In other words, run it, rule it, reign over it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. So God says, let us make man. And I'm not just going to make man any old way. We got to make man just like me. Ah, see, when the enemy tells you you're not gonna, you don't amount to nothing, you got to remind him, God may be just like him. Ah, and not only that, not only did he make me just like him, he said, let them have dominion. Then he said, God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. In other words, you ought to be running stuff around here. Hunt your neighbor and say, you ought to be running stuff around here. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah, he says, subdue it. Take control. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, let me read it to you in the, uh, in the message. In the message. Listen, listen, listen very carefully. In the message. In the message. Ah. Okay, here we go. It says, verse 20 says, God spoke. Let us make human beings in our image. Check this out. Make them reflecting our nature. All right. Let them... Or make them reflecting our nature. So when God made us, God didn't make us to look like him. God made us to have his nature. Or reality to be like him. Because you can look like somebody and not be like the person you look like. So nature is a whole lot better than looks. All right. Reflecting our nature so that so that they can be responsible for the fish in the sea. The birds in the air, the cattle, hold your seats, and yes, earth itself. He said, let us make man and with our nature so that they can be responsible for the earth. God had. Oh, man. OK, OK, I can't go there yet. Earth itself and every animal that moves on the face of the earth. He he goes on to say, God created human beings. Check this out. Hold your seats. He created them God-like. Are y'all not hearing what I'm saying? He created them God-like, reflecting God's nature. He created them male and female, y'all remember what I said? I bring home the bacon, yeah. fry it up in the pan. <laughs> y'all remember that song? Okay, let's get back to the word. Ah! He created them male and female. Check this out. God blessed them. This is what he said when he, when he blessed them. Prosper. Reproduce. Check this out. Fill the earth. Here's, here's the last one. Take charge. Ah. When God says, I bless them, he said, prosper. He didn't say, try to. He said, no, this is a command. Prosper. 
Reproduce. Take charge. Ah, y'all not getting this. Y'all not. Okay. God bless them. Prosper. Reproduce. Fill the earth. Take charge. Be responsible for fish in the sea and birds in the air for everything that moves on the face of the earth. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Two minutes. All right. Here we go. God has always been right. Y'all know he's the end from beginning and end. Um, you know, you know, Alpha, the Omega, beginning and the end. We, that the God's God's existence cannot be traced. You can't find God's birthday. Because God always was. Got it? So now, God, who always was, created this kingdom that we call heaven. But he wasn't satisfied with just that kingdom in heaven. He wanted that kingdom in heaven duplicated on earth. So instead of God himself coming to earth and doing what he does in heaven, he said, let me make some people. Let me make some people just like me. And let me put them where I want me to be. Y'all make me work hard. And those people were you and I. And so God, if God wanted what's in heaven to be in the earth, he had to put what he had to put in us what he wanted in the earth because he ain't coming to earth. He good in heaven. I mean, why would you leave throne of heaven? Streets of gold, you know, pearls about biggest, you know, semi trucks. You wouldn't want to come back neither. That's why when people go prematurely, we got to demand, we got to command them to come back. Come back here in Jesus' name. Because they get to be like, whoa, hey, hey, ain't going back. They ain't do. I love them all, but I'm, I'm with Jesus now. And we call them, boy, and they, and they, they, you know, they, and they looking at heaven, and they're they, they hearing you calling. And they could be like, talk to the hand, because they ain't listening. And we just going to have to put up with it down here. Come on, talk to me, somebody. <laughs> so here's this God who creates his kingdom in the heavens, but he wants the same kingdom that's in the heaven to be on the earth. So instead of him coming to the earth, he creates people. He creates human beings, and he puts inside the human beings himself. He puts the nature of God on the inside of human beings, and then he sends human beings to earth. With the, with the command to prosper, to reproduce, to fill the earth, and to take charge. Why? To take hold of this earth and cause this earth to be like that place. But because somewhere along the way, mankind lost their identity. Through the fall of Adam, Adam forgot for a moment who he was. And he submitted himself to a lower instruction from a, from a fallen being... Instead of, uh, instead of obeying to the supreme being, he, he obeyed the lower being and caused him to fall. And now God had to allow the, the, uh, the serpent now to have the dominion that it was, resi- was uh, reserved for man. So here's these many years coming about, but God had a plan from the beginning. He says, now, now, now I've got to curse you. And I got to curse you. And you're going to have to work by the sweat of your brow. But now, now, snake, now, now the serpent. Let me tell you something. 
There's coming a day somebody going to bruise the top of your head. Talking about Jesus. Then Jesus came. Jesus took control, established kingdom once again to be our example, be our example, then died for us so that we can now get back in the kingdom, back to the original state. So if you're born again today, bless God, you have God in you, and God is saying and never have stopped saying, prosper, reproduce, fill the earth, take charge. Take charge where? Right here on the earth. Not wait to get to heaven, but right here on the earth. That means if there's a circumstance and situation in your life you don't like, take charge. Yes. Yes. Quit your quiet crying about it. I wish things would change. Take charge. Yes. Get up. Yes. Claim your authority. Get up. Ah. Be who he wanted you to be. Y'all getting this? Y'all don't look like because y'all sitting back like, Ooh, they sound good. Ooh, this is wonderful. Oh, this is good teaching. Oh, yeah, good. Ooh, wonderful. But do you understand the magnitude of what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Your struggle days are O-B-E-R. What that spell, Pastor? Over. And if that doesn't excite your spirit man you've been looking at this whole life thing wrong you've been looking up to your circumstance when God's position said I'm looked down at my circumstance but we're well acquainted we're well acquainted with circumstances well acquainted with situations but you know what you're about to get well acquainted with dominion Amen. It's going to be mere days. You know what Paul, said, Paul says, uh, this light affliction, which is only for a moment, it's going to get to a place where some of y'all in here going to get this thing that's going to explode on the inside of you so much. It, it's going to be mere days that circumstances are going to be around you. Amen. Amen. A circumstance is going to arise. You're going to be like, oh, this over. I'm taking charge today. Amen. And two days from now, it ain't going to be nowhere around. I just, oh man, if I could cut you open on the top of your head, pull your soul out, lay it all out on the table, cut out all the bad stuff, put it in the trash, and put you some good stuff in there, put it back in your head, sew you up, lay hands on you so the stitch don't, don't show. <laughs> I would do that. But I, but I know I'm plowing. I'm plowing through. I'm plowing through worldly thinking. I'm plowing through, through uh, soulless battles. I'm plowing through. I'm plowing through uh, a lot of externals, a lot of filters. I'm plowing through that. But that's okay because the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Is able to desire the sun between soul and spirit to, very, to expose the very intents of a person's heart. So I, 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 it, it may not get it today, but you're gonna get it. Because I ain't backing off of it until, until you get it. Some light bulbs going to go on somewhere. Y'all hear what I'm saying? All right, one more scripture. I said five minutes, but I'm going 17. But that's okay. That's okay. All right. Praise the Lord. It's good for you, though. Okay, we, yeah, we're doing good. Hallelujah. Jesus. What I say? 
One more scripture. <laughs> I heard somebody say nothing. You mean to tell me all this, all this talking I've been doing today, you're going you gonna to haul off and say nothing? You ain't saying nothing, man. <laughs> but I know what you meant. I know what you meant. Y'all waiting on the scripture that I'm telling Write down 1 Thessalonians 5. Y'all to behave yourself. Y'all in church. Y'all don't, y'all don't supposed to behave this way in church. You're supposed to be stiff. Y'all know church folks stiff, right? Rigid. But we're not church folk. We're kingdom folk. Kingdom people loose. All right, 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, write it down in your notes, 5, 23. Paul says, I pray that your whole spirit, soul, body be preserved blameless until the coming of the Lord. Now go to 2 Corinthians 5, 2 Corinthians 5. Now, after all I said all that, you should see this 2 Corinthians 5 differently than you've ever seen it before. Okay? All right. 2 Corinthians 5, verse number 17. Shout, I'm of the God class. I'm of the God class. That's how he created you from the beginning. Now, it became uh, contaminated when Adam fell. So Adam fell out of the God class. And then every man that came after Adam was born outside of the God class. Y'all got that? We were created spiritually in the God class, but through the fall, Adam fell out of the God class, and so those of us who were born after Adam was born outside the God class. But there's a Savior. His name is Jesus. Anybody know Jesus? Jesus. Jesus? Jesus. Y'all know Jesus, right? The lily of the valley, yes. the bright morning star. Right. <laughs> Y'all behave. Second <laughs> Corinthians five seventeen. All right. What does it say? If any man be in Christ, he is a what? New creature. Old things are what passed away. All things have become what new. What does it say? If any man be in Christ. He's a what? New creature. Now, now in your Bibles, if, you, if you're using a, a, a paper Bible, write in there creation. Okay? So it's, re- it's better to say creation. A new creation. Then he says, old things are what? Passed away. All things have become new. Now, here, here it is. It's what he's talking about. God created everybody in the God class. The representative of man, Adam, fell out of the God class. Everybody born after Adam, born outside the God class. Everybody that gets in Jesus is restored to the God class. Back to the original state. Ah. God created everybody in the God class. Adam, representing man, fell out of the God class. Everybody born after Adam, born outside the God class. Jesus came. Anybody who gets in Jesus, in Christ, is now engrafted back into the what? God class. So now, if you're born again in his place, you're now back in the God class. 
Which, what does it mean? You have the very nature of God. Now, God is in control of all of his situations, all of his circumstances, and so should you. Why? Because you have the very nature of God on the inside of you. Uh, kingdom reality number two, and then we'll quit. Kingdom reality number two, we'll quit. All right? Y'all got enough to meditate on, chew on, and come back next week and get some more. All right, kingdom reality two is once born again, you become a new creation in Christ and restored back to the God class. All right, once born again, you become a new creation in Christ and restored back to the God class. I'll say it one more time. The rest of you don't get it, get the CD. All right, once born again, you become a new creation in Christ and restored back to the God class. Did y'all get that? Amen. Now, I want, you to, I want you to take that, these thoughts today, and I want you to meditate on them this week. I want you to have them grow in you. I'm of the God class. I'm of the God class. I've been created and given dominion and given the command to prosper, reproduce, fill the earth, and take charge. That's what I want to be thinking about. I don't want, I don't, don't think about from now on how you're going to make it. Think about who you are. Because who you are will cause you to make it. Come on. How am I going to get out of this situation? Don't worry about it. Just, 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 just be, get the reality of who you are. I'm of the God class. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to prosper, reproduce, fill the earth, and take charge. I have dominion. I will make it. I will not go under. Yeah. Ah, man, I will succeed. Yeah. This will not take me out. Amen. This might be a temporary hiccup in my life, but I'm, I'm, I'm going after it. Amen. Amen. Y'all hearing this? Yeah. I say, you hearing this? Praise the Lord. I pray that you enjoyed today's lesson and you heard from the word of God and were stirred up about who you are in Christ. We have to understand who we are once we become born again. Stop listening to the opinions of men or what other people have to say about us. Let's get back to the word of God and allow the word to tell us who we are so we can live the kind of life that God wants us to live. Now, I was not able to put the entire lesson on today's broadcast simply because of time constraints, but I have placed it in a CD or DVD series. There are six CDs or six DVDs that you can purchase. The CD cost is $40. And the DVD cost is $50. So call that number on the bottom of your screen, write this, or go online to purchase this series today entitled Kingdom Realities. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I know that if you hear this over and over again, your faith will be strengthened and your life will go to another dimension because you'll find out who you are in Christ. God bless you. And until next time, continue to live the life of faith. Become a Life of Faith partner today. Your financial support of $20 per month will assist Dr. Fry with taking the gospel around the world through television admissions. As a Life of Faith partner, you will receive early registration privileges for all conferences and events hosted by FCCI, a product discount on all purchases through our online bookstore, and free monthly teachings to strengthen your faith. Log on to www.fccintl.org or call 877-342-4193 as operators are standing by.
and become a Life of Faith partner today. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.